0: That people are also watching it on Hotstar, and um, they are doing a fair bit of, um, I mean, watching on probably other websites as well through torrents and stuff like that. But uh, overall, you know, it's a great atmosphere. People are really, really feeling the thrill of the IPL. Uh, some people who I never even knew follow cricket have started messaging me and talking to me and saying, you know, uh, what's what's happening with this team? Why are they losing so badly? and I'm like, oh, so you watch cricket too? I didn't know that. Okay, you know. <laughs> so it's been a great time. And uh, I think the IPL's has really got, got the mood set in the country.
1: Oh, that's really good to hear. And it, it literally, is the only show in town at the moment. But even when things are, how shall I say, normal, it is the only show in town. Uh, but in terms of how people are watching it, I don't know what the situation is in back home. But um, are people allowed to go to bars and clubs and uh, venues to watch together, or do they? Um, is the, that's not that's not allowed?
0: Well, the bars and restaurants have opened up here uh, at least in Bangalore, so people are going and uh, you know watching it with friends, or they're going over to their friends' places and uh, they are watching the matches. But I mean, I think a fair few people are actually staying at home and watching it with their families, and in case someone pops by or something, they just watch it together. But um, I mean, there are no restrictions in terms of people moving out and watching it in different places like bars and restaurants. So. Uh, I think it's been a mix of both, but people are trying to be a little cautious uh, given the pandemic is still among us. So uh, I think it's it's a it's a little bit of everything, and um, eventually, probably as the weeks pass by, we might start uh, seeing people go out a lot more often.
1: Okay, and what action they've seen already in second week? We know that the IPL always brings incredible entertainment, and uh, we said first week was an incredible first week uh, in terms of the games and um the action that we saw but that's continued uh this week and what's pleased me and it's something i was talking uh, thinking about during the um, middle of the week as to the incredible talent young indian talent that's coming to light now do you see a yeah. bit of a change in in the sense that um, the first few editions was all about the foreign stars and uh, the impact they were having and uh, the likes of gail in his peak and um, all the big names that were there uh, do you see that noticeable change, or was it just me?
0: No, definitely. I mean, uh, the Indian Premier League is called the Indian Premier League because the focus is on Indian talent. Um, you know, there's a restriction for the number of foreigners who can play uh, to 4 because there's more emphasis on Indian players. And it's great to see the youngsters being back, you know. A uh, special mention to the Kolkata Riders because they backed Kamlesh Nagargotty and Shivam Mavi at times when the guys were injured and you know they didn't play a whole season. They backed them to come good, and they're really reaping the rewards of that this season. Uh, Devdutt Padikal for RCB, we spoke about him, and we will continue speaking about him because he's a talent who won't stop scoring. Similar is the case of Shubman Gill, you know, at the top of the order for KKR. Um, I think Ishan Kishan really showed us against uh, RCB, you know, that 53-ball 99 that he scored. That you know he was coming into the match uh, on the back of a rest that he had because of an injury, but he just took up the challenge. And along with Kyron Polar, he really played, up, played out a brilliant innings and um, my mom was actually telling me that she felt sad for Rishan Kishan that he couldn't get to his sensory but that's what T20 cricket is about. You could see that he wasn't focused on his sensory and instead tried to hit the bowler and eventually he hold out at deep mid But uh, it's been great to see the youngsters do really well for their teams and I think that will be a trend which we'll see throughout the IPL. Um, and it's fantastic for the game and for Indian cricket as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, you've um, highlighted some of the talking points that I wanted to take your views on. But uh, let's start with KKR. I mean, last week we did focus on uh, the other four teams, but um, five teams that played a couple of games uh, in the first week. And we said that we were going to talk about KKR, the Royals and the Sunrisers this week because um, they played a couple of more games. So we can see a bit more of uh, the potential there. But starting with KKR, and um, they had a good win. last Saturday against uh, Sunrise's Hyderabad. But uh, again, w- what you mentioned came to the fore with me, with the likes of the young players that they've got, like uh, Rana and Nagarkoti and Gail And uh, then they've got the big, uh, big uh, foreign players in uh, Ian Morgan. Narayan is not having the best of starts at the moment, but Andre Russell yeah. came to the party. Uh, again, it's very hard to say, you know, there's a weak team here. I mean, there shouldn't be. There's eight franchises. They get the pick of the best players. But um, when you look at the squads, they're very evenly matched. And KKR with Kuldeep as well. And uh, you highlighted that he needs to come to the party um, in terms of the bowling. But um, the batting looks pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, look. I mean, uh, the biggest advantage they have is uh, you know Shubman Gill at the top of the order because he's looking like a million bucks at this IPL. Um, obviously, he didn't open the batting for KGR when he first came into the team, but he was promoted to the top last season, and he's doing fantastically well for them. And when when a batsman is in good form at the top, it always lays a good foundation for the rest of them to follow. And uh, I think you'll know better about Ian Morgan and what he can bring to the table, but. Uh, Morgan's addition has been fantastic. You know, he gives them that solidity in the middle order, and he is someone who can uh, get going from ball one. So, it's been great to see that uh, the batting orders, uh, you know, doing well. Obviously, Nitish Rana is an integral part of that. He's got a couple of twenties, and he hasn't really converted them into a big fifty. But I feel he's just a match away. He's a quality player. And uh, today, incidentally, they're playing the Rajasthan. No, sorry, the Delhi Capitals in Sharjah. And we know we know how Sharjah is notoriously known for its small boundaries, and uh, all the KKR batsmen will be licking their lips, especially Andre Russell. You know that man's power so much that he can clear the boundary in Abu Dhabi and Dubai, and imagine what he can do in Sharjah. He's probably going to send it into an apartment or something where people are just you know trying to have a good time in their house, and then suddenly a ball lands in their house, and it's going to be pretty funny to watch. But uh, KKR's batting unit is fantastic, as you mentioned, and it's good to see the bowlers stepping up with the party because Kamlesh Nagakodi and Shivam Mavi are really, really good talents. They've been uh, spoken about a lot in recent times, and um, Kuli Pyadev has looked a li- little off, and I think he has been underutilized in the last game as well against uh, Rajasthan. He came in only with, uh, I mean, in the 15th over after the timeout. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see how Dinesh Karthik uses him in this match, given that. Um, Hasn't really worked in Sharjah, but uh, they definitely are looking a good unit and uh, they will do well in the coming games.
1: And uh, um, I mentioned that uh, Sunil Narayan, I mean, obviously an incredible T20 player, but um, do you still agree that he should still be opening? Yeah, look, I mean, I I feel this is going to be
0: a make or break game for him because Sharjah is tailor made for big hitters, and Sunil Narayan's game is to hit big. I don't think he's someone who will give you a 15 ball 10 and go big after that. He's going to go after the bowlers right from ball 1. And of course, um, his weak uh, weak point is the fact that he can't play short balls effectively. And uh, the Delhi captives have got some really fast bowlers in Rabada, Andrik Nokia and uh, Ishan Sharma. So, it'll be interesting to see how he goes in this match. And I feel if he doesn't score even in this game, they'll definitely uh, you know, put him down the order, or they might even consider dropping him uh, because he hasn't given too much of the ball. But then again, for that to happen, Kuldeep Yadav will need to come to the party, and uh, that hasn't happened either. So, I think a lot of selection dilemmas right there. But I feel today Sunil Narayan could be a very, very important uh, factor in that batting unit for KKR in Sharjah.
1: Yeah, we've talked about KKR, but we've not mentioned their most uh, expensive player, uh, Pat Cummings um i think he shared his value in the past week um uh, do you think he's justifying that uh, price tag
0: look i mean uh, when he first was bought for 15.5 pros i laughed at them because uh pat cummins hasn't really proved too much in the t20 format yes he's the leading bowler in the test and he's doing really well in audience but he wasn't exactly that sort of a T20 player, at least in my eyes. But um, of course, he has come. He has come to the fore in the in the matches that they played. You know, Steve Smith tried to hike him all over the place, and eventually he got out. And he's also contributed quite a bit with the bat. So I feel his batting is something that KK really needed because they don't have anyone after the five-six position. But uh, it's good to see that he's doing really well. And in the first match, they didn't give him the new ball. They gave Sandeep Porrier and Shiva Mavi the new ball and. Uh, for the second and third game, they gave him the new ball and it's um, working well for them because he does give them that extra pace up front. And um, I, he's definitely going to be a big part of their uh, playing unit for today as well.
1: And um, you mentioned a couple of players there. And, and there are two players that I highlighted. I mean, what we're trying to do is uh, highlight some in- young Indian players that I'm not familiar with. And um, Kamlesh Nagarikoti and Shivam Nahi, uh, they got quite a bit of... Um, uh, Action and media coverage. Um, you've already mentioned, you know, that they've had uh, incredible careers so far in T20. But uh, what about their domestic cricket, and how far away are they from potential uh, call ups uh, to the national team? Is that still way too early for those two?
0: It's always good to see Pacers doing well, especially Indian Pacers, because uh, for a long time. We have not had clusters of bowling uh, bowlers you know, coming together for the Indian team. But right now, we have a lot of good bowlers, uh, specifically in the T20 uh, test format. You know, Bumrah, Shami, Ishaan, Tumesh. They have got so many names there. But it's good to see these youngsters doing well. You know, Kamlesh and Shivam can bowl at good speeds. They are excellent fielders and they can also chip in with the bat. So, they are definitely wonderful talents and KKR have done phenomenally well to actually back them and give them that um, confidence that you know that you will play, you will get a game, and they are uh, really showing their potential. But uh, <clears throat> coming to the Indian team and whether they can make it, I feel they still have a couple of years left because the Indian team uh, does have a couple of very good players right now. You know, Bumrah, Deepak Chahar, um, a couple of good bowlers like these. Uh, you know, are Navdeep Saini, obviously um, for RCB, he's doing very well. So we've got a couple of good bowlers who are already there in the team and. Um, they're very young. Nagar Kodi and Shivamabi are under 19 stars. So at some point, they will definitely come into the picture. But if they have a very good IPL, it will undoubtedly boost their own confidence. And uh, definitely, they will be knocking on the doors.
1: And then uh, we move to uh, the next game. And um, you've got to tell me, uh, how did uh, Kings XI Punjab lose against Right time okay. I mean, I, I know it's... And we'll talk about Rahul's innings and... Uh, Whether you thought you agree with me that that was the innings of this week, but uh, how did they lose that game? Kings 11 Punjab, we were, yeah, really well, I was really excited after the first couple of performances. Unlucky to lose one of the games, but then this is they should have won this one.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's the beauty of T20 cricket that you can't uh, rule out any team or any person, obviously. He did score only eight runs of his first 19 balls, but there was a reason he, they, uh, you know, Rajasthan Royals promoted him to the number four position ahead of Utapa. and um, you know, after the match, after he scored that knock, uh, his coach, um, Mr Yadav, was uh, was fully flooded with phone calls. People asking him what his thoughts are and all of that. But that should go down to the uh, you know uh, Rajasthan Royals management and Steve Smith for backing him to come good. Um, Sanju Samson also spoke about the same thing in the post match um, video that the IPL broadcasters put up. That he saw Rahul Devadia smashing them really be given in the practice sessions, and obviously that potential was something that uh, Rajasthan wanted to um, make use of. And 30 runs of Sheldon Cottrell's over, no one would have <laughs> even dreamt of it. I mean, that was something that took everyone by surprise. You know, Sheldon Cottrell isn't your average bowler who's going to just come out of the Indian domestic circuit. and. Uh, He's a West Indian internationally. He, he was paid a whole lot of money by the Kingsland Punjab, but that's just what T20 cricket is. And they did play in Shahjah. So uh, he, he bowled all sorts of lengths that, you know, Rahul Devadia could make most use of. And it's fantastic to see the fact that even after scoring his half century, he stood with the bat like that and just looked at the Rajasthan Royals. stuck out. And he was like, you know what, guys, I've dug our team out of the grave. But more importantly, I'm telling my critics that never write me off. So. It's great to see the way that he really constructed that, uh, I mean, he didn't construct it. He pretty much belted uh, Sheldon Cottrell and <laughs> scored that 50, but it was fantastic to see. And I think uh, I agree with you. Probably one of the best innings of the week.
1: And uh, incredible call by Steve Smith to send him. But uh, what was the uh, what is Rahul like beforehand? I mean, were people talking bit about him as being a big hitter in the Nets or in domestic cricket? And somebody who is made for T20, where did that innings come from?
0: Well, I mean, I I don't really know where it came from because it's unreal to even think of the fact that after eight runs of 19 balls, he managed to uh, you know score 30 runs in one over. So that's just what T20 cricket is, and that's what Sharjah brings to the IPL, I guess. But uh, he was he had that talent for sure. You know, uh, people knew that he could hit the ball. And that is why he was sent up the order. But for some reason, he did struggle against the spinners. Ravi Bishnoi was bowling his googlies really well and in the right areas, and um, you know he was struggling, and so did Murgan Ashwin. But um, it was good to see, you know, uh, that he was back to come good at number four. And eventually, the move did pay off. So they did spot that talent in Devatia and I think that's all the IPL is about uh, experimenting and trying to make the most use of resources. And uh, that's the perfect example that we saw the other day.
1: And I know you mentioned uh, Sharjah and uh, it being the smallest of grounds. Uh, Do you think that had a big part to play that uh, that game would have been different if it had been played in Dubai or Abu Dhabi?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think batsmen uh, would be so confident of uh, you know clearing the boundaries at ease if they're playing in Dubai or Abu Dhabi because the boundaries are relatively bigger. In Sharjah, you know, for a fact that if Frisgale plays, any edge of his bat is going to go out of the stadium. So, that's pretty much the Sharjah uh, dimensions that are there in the IPL. And um, I think batsmen are a lot more confident to play their shots. We saw that in, uh, even during the game uh, between Rajasthan Royals and the Chennai Super Kings. You know, Pius Shala was bowling length and length. Samson was just lifting it over long off, over long on, over mid-wicket. It was just too easy for them. And the same case, you know, when they came and played uh, the next match against... Um, If I'm not wrong, it was the Kolkata Knight Riders. um, Their most recent game, they they really couldn't do much. You know, Uh, they didn't uh, manage to score much, and they got uh, out very easily. So I think it's just to do with Charger and um, we could be in for a fantastic game today as well.
1: Yeah, and uh, we did. um, I mean, I did think that Rahul's uh, innings was incredible. It's one of those uh, that stood out and uh, will live in uh, the memory of this tournament certainly. But uh, to overshadow. Myin Kagrawell and Sanju Shams- uh, Samson's innings uh, it's a bit of a shame because uh, how many, how often does a player score t twenty hundred and be on the losing team? That was an incredible innings, an incredible opening partnership as well for Kings Eleven.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I I mean, I I think I've been using Twitter far too uh, far too much in the past <laughs> ever since the IPL started, but. Uh, I can't, I mean, I don't know what Mayank Agarwal is feeling. You know, he scored 89 the other day, Kings 11 lost. He scored 100 and then Kings 11 lost. And I don't know how much more he needs to score for Kings 11 to win. So, but um, it's great to see, you know, Mayank Agarwal finding form because um, we've seen over time that Mayank has scored really heavily in the domestic circuit. He even made the Indian team, but he hasn't really performed too much to his potentially the IPL. But it's good to see that he, he has someone familiar at the top with him KL, Rahul, and MR. Uh, buddies from a long time, and that partnership is just flourishing for the Kings 11. But let's not forget, against um, you know in that last game against Mumbai, uh, the top order failed. Uh, Mayank and Rahul fell cheaply, and then a the middle order was exposed. So I feel they're very, very crucial to that team's chances this season. And uh, Mayank will continue scoring, and so will KL. But it's good to see that the Indians are doing uh, phenomenally well in the tournament.
1: Yeah, and Sanju Samson, I'm sure, is a player that we'll be talking a lot more about as the uh, tournament goes. And uh, he had, uh, he's had an incredible IPL again. Uh, but uh, in terms of the Royals um, and their batting, you know it's incredible with Josh Butler and Steve Smith, Sanju obviously, uh, Robin with his experience. Uh, but what about their bowling? I mean, I know they've got Jofra out of Archer for here from England, uh, but do you think that's their weak link?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't have the most, um, you know, economical bowlers, you know, that you probably want in a team. I mean, I know that all IPL teams can probably afford a luxury of maybe one strike bowler and one guy who can be uh, economical, but the Rajasthan Royals haven't had that luxury yet in the tournament. Um, Ben Stokes, I feel, is a big miss for them because he would have filled in that void of bowling a couple of overs and easing the pressure on the rest of them. But uh, I think he's going to be available from the next week on. He's probably scheduled to land in Dubai on Sunday. But um, Jofra Archer was in phenomenal form in the last game. and uh, But he hasn't really been supported by Ankit Rajput or Jai You know, both of them. Uh, Jai uh, I mean, Ankit Rajput was traded into Rajasthan from Kings 11 but that move hasn't really uh, paid dividends yet. But uh, obviously, Unadkat and Rajput are both bowlers who swing the ball a fair bit, and that is their biggest strength. But that really hasn't—I'm <laughs> sorry—that hasn't come to the fore yet. And um, yeah, definitely, that is their weak link, uh, and they will need to sort out that issue. So,
1: yeah, and um, it is a bit of an English team there at the Royals uh, that they've built around, led by an Aussie. Uh, but um, yeah, we'll see uh, how they uh, progress. But now to the to, to my game of the week. Did you have any nails left? And uh, did you? How were your nerves watching your boys against the uh, Mumbai Indians? Uh, What a game!
0: I mean, honestly,
1: uh,
0: I didn't expect our bowling to be that bad. Uh, You know, to score, I think it was what eighty-nine runs of five overs. Uh, (laughs) Pollard and uh, I mean Ishan Kishan literally almost stole the match away from us and. We were lucky that we got those many runs. You know, 201 was a good total, and it was a total that we could have defended. But uh, the bowlers did make some very big mistakes, and uh, Kyron Pollard obviously feasted on our leg spinners. Chahel also went for a went for quite a few runs. I think Zampa was taken for 27 runs in one over. So um, bowling spinners to them was a big mistake. But uh, that's what it is. You know, we did play with an extra spin-up because of the fact that the Mumbai Indians top order wasn't really uh, playing spin well but um when it came to the super over you know i knew for a fact that i navdeep navdeep saini was going to do well because Pollard isn't someone who isn't someone who you know is is uh, very comfortable with uh, quick bowling coming at him and especially on that widest angle that uh, navdeep saini bowled so it was great to see his execution um, i definitely had no nails left i had made a promise to myself that i will not chew my nails but at the end of it my nails were gone i was lucky to have my skin on. because I think that would have been quite a quite an
1: issue to handle, otherwise. <laughs> a couple of points on the back of the I, I I was thinking about you when I was watching like, game and I thought, uh, is he closed his eyes Has he left the room, or is he going to watch the Super <laughs> Over? Because I didn't think he'd go to a Super Over once uh, you would piled up uh, over two hundred runs. But um, in terms of that two hundred runs, um, I know we have mentioned him, and quite rightly. Uh, and that Padikal and uh, lots been made of the fact that he's been mentored by Virat. Um, are you saying because you followed him uh, domestically and um, you know in, in these national tournaments, are, are you seeing a progression in the young man? He's still very, very young, uh, but are you seeing that and uh, can you see that continuing because he's an incredible talent?
0: Uh, I mean, see, uh, why we why all of us RCB fans wanted Padikal to play in the 11, uh Right from the first match was because we have seen how he's played in the domestic season. You know, the domestic season isn't something where you have just bowlers coming from schools and colleges and bowling to these guys. You know, you've got quality bowlers, you've got quality basters, spinners from the best of states um, clashing in one place. And if he can take them on, then the IPL is also something, you know, that that provides uh, obviously a different challenge altogether, but it is, it is a platform where you can't really. Uh, sort of try and hone your skills, play with the best of players, and when you are mentored by uh, someone like Virat Kohli, AB De Villiers, Aaron Finch, you bat alongside these guys. It's only going to raise your game. And um, he's shown us, you know, two fifties in three matches. He's he's started extremely well, and he's added an extra dimension altogether to that RCB batting unit. Um, for a long time now, we have depended on Virat Kohli and AB De Villiers, but this season is looking a little different because now people are talking about Padikal. Uh, I, I, I think I remember very, uh, very, uh, uh, you know, quite a bit that the first match of RCB, Devdutt Padikal was pick, picked by 0.7% of the Dream 11 users. And in the third game, when we came into the third game, he was picked by 25% of the users. So <laughs> we know that that is a big change and people are now banking on him, you know, to give them points, to give them runs. And it's great to see him because he's a youngster. And I think, according to me, that pull shot of Bumrah that he played. Against the Mumbai Indians is the standout shot for me throughout this whole tournament so far.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. But um, what about David's mentor um, and his form? Anything to worry about, or oh, this is Virat? Let's not talk about his form.
0: <laughs> I think it would be criminal for us to tell tell him what is wrong and what he needs <laughs> to correct because I think obviously we're all coming off. I mean, the players are coming off a, of a long layoff without cricket. And uh, that is something that will have an impact. He obviously is um, uh, you know, coming into the tournament without any match practice and uh, he is three matches in. But I think if, if we are to talk about law of averages, today is his day to shine. Pretty much he's had three off games, uh, 29 balls he's played in the tournament. He scored only 18 runs. But um, but what's good to see is that RCB are still managing to put up big totals without Kohli scoring. And uh, one of the top uh, four among Finch, De Villiers, and Kohli are taking up the onus and they're scoring. And uh, De Villiers is doing a fantastic job at number four. Um, it's great to see that we're able to actually put up such scores, you know, uh, despite Virat Kohli not firing. And if he does, there's no better sight on on this earth. So uh, just hoping that he bounces back to form and uh, hoping that'll be today.
1: Well, absolutely. And like I said, I was a bit weary of asking that question about Virat because. Uh, there's nobody on this planet that can question Virat there in terms of who, um, his talent and whether he's in form or out of form. But uh, yeah, today is probably the day. But um, you mentioned that um, you Navdi know, is the same, your obvious option uh, for that death over. Was he the obvious option or is that in hindsight?
0: I think it was an obvious option because Isturudana uh, was taken for uh, quite a few minutes, four overs. And uh, we didn't have any other baser because uh, Shivam Dubey was probably the only other medium baser we had. We had, uh, um, we had two uh, spinners in uh, Zamba and Shahel and we had Washington Sundar. So I think uh, bowling spinners to Pollard and Pandya was going to be a crime and that was not something Kohli was going to uh, take a gamble on and it had Even to be Ramdeep because he brings that pace into the picture. He brings that uh, impeccable line and length that he can hit those Yorkers and he nailed it. Right, he. He gave away just seven runs of that super over, and uh, eventually Kohli scored his first boundary of the tournament in a super over with one ball to win against one run to win of one ball against Bumrah. Who would have thought that would have happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. Um, but uh, just looking at the, uh, I mean, we we mentioned that the bowling strength of, I mean, the batting strengths of all of the teams are incredible. But with RCB and the pressure there to win their first title, get to the final, do you think the bowling is an is still an issue?
0: it is it is uh, definitely is an issue because for a long time now we've had our death <laughs> sorry death bowling was and uh, that that did come to the fore against mumbai indians you know we could have easily won that match and restricted them within 20 30 runs but we didn't have the bowlers to do it um, you know we tried dale stain he didn't do well umesh yadav was tried he gave, he gave away too many runs uh, we tried udana and he was effective to a certain extent but um, i think chris morris addition to the side will be definitely a big boost for us because we've seen that he comes in with that experience uh, he can bowl up front he can bowl in the depth, and he also gives us runs with the bat so if morris is fit and according to the social media platforms on rcb's uh, uh, you know that where we see videos of uh, training sessions being posted um, chris morris is probably one game away from uh, getting fully fit and he'll be a very, very vital addition to our side. And uh, hopefully he'll sort of uh, the death bowling boss.
1: Yeah. And um, just talking about, um, you mentioned him earlier, Ishan Kishan. You were surprised when he wasn't selected in the uh, first uh, game or so for the Indians. Uh, but um, that last shot, I mean, you know, I, I did feel for him like just like uh, your mother in the sense that uh, he deserved that century. And uh, But incredible talent. And... I got a bit of an insight into the young man in that uh, documentary on uh, Amazon or Netflix. I can never remember which one. And uh, he's a very confident young man. Um, he's you know, quite outspoken. He seems he's got that fire in him. Um, what are the feelings of Ishan Kishan back in India in terms of the talent and the person?
0: I mean, Ishan Kishan is, um, has been a good performer in the domestic circuit for a long time. And uh, he has produced quite a good uh, number of uh, knocks for the Mumbai Indians in the IPL. And um, I think he wasn't picked in the first match because of an injury, I was told, and uh, he wasn't benched to play Saurabh Tiwari. But uh, it's great to see that he took the opportunity that he got uh, in both hands, Um, you know, playing his first match of the tournament, um, alien conditions, you know, I mean. I, I don't think he's played that before. Uh, I might be mistaken. But um, scoring that 99 and that was the way he really uh, gelled together with Kyron Polar to take Mumbai Indians almost across the line. And uh, he was visibly winded after that and he couldn't come out to bat in the Super-Over. But phenomenal knock. I think uh, hands, um, hats off to him that he managed to pull that off. Um, he will be a very, very vital part of that Mumbai Indians middle order because he gives them that left-handed, uh, left-hand batting and um, he's also Someone who can really shift gears really fast. So, I think he's going to be a fantastic um, prospect to the side. And he's been a proven performer in the domestic circuit. So, uh, really expecting big things from him in the matches to come.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to another young Indian talent that's um, coming onto the scene. Like you said, he's not new to the scene, but uh, he's once again... uh, Proving uh, himself, but um, there's a list of people ahead of him, and that's good to hit, see as well uh, in the national team. Uh, but uh, moving to one team we've not spoken too much about, but they had their first win as well um, Sunrise's Hyderabad. Uh, the uh, incredible partnership of Warner and Bairstow, uh leading the way in that game uh, against my boys, uh, the Capitals. I was disappointed with the Capitals in terms of I thought that was a gettable. Uh, target. Uh, I thought the bowlers again produced well. We know the bowling that team. You can say the bowling strength is there for the Capitals. But um, when you look at the batting lineup of Hyderabad as well, the likes of Williamson and we've mentioned uh, David Warner and Berstow, um Manish Bande, uh, a good result for them in their uh, outing against the Capitals.
0: Yeah. Look, I mean, um, I, I did speak about this before um, in the Sports Kira show that we do that. I, I felt that you know the Delhi Capitals lost the match rather than the Sunrisers winning it because um, we've seen over time and over the years that you know Rashid Khan is an obvious threat uh, from the Sunrisers Hyderabad side, and they had to pretty much play him out and rather you know get some runs of Abhishek Sharma's over, given that he was the fifth bowler who the Sunrisers were depending on for the uh, overs you know to fulfil the 20 overs. But uh, instead, you know Shreyas threw his wicket away to Rashid Khan and. Uh, Rishabh Pant also tried to paddle, uh, hit him over fine leg, but he just offered a catch to deep square leg. So I think the Delhi Capitals batsmen really threw their wicket away, and uh, eventually the Sunrisers managed to hit some good line in left and length, uh, and they really managed to sort of get the wickets early uh, and also consistently, so that they could uh, pull off that win. But the top order looks very good. I think they have very good quality players. Um, the Sunrisers, you know, Badstow, Warner. Warner still hasn't hit the peak of his form. Uh, he's got a couple of starts, but he hasn't converted them. Best on the other hand, uh, you know, half century is and uh, Kane Williamson um, did score a 40 in the first match that he played, so that's good to see. And Priyamgar is scoring that 50. We're talking about youngsters, you know. Yesterday, he he came up and uh, you know he took up the onus of scoring runs for his side. Uh, I think a 26-ball 51 yesterday, so it's fantastic to see that the youngsters are doing really well and. Uh, yeah, they will. They will need to sort out their bowling, given that Poonamjit Kumar might not be available, or we never know. Like he hobbled off with an injury and yeah. looked pretty bad. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they come up with their side for the next game.
1: And uh, just a, a bit of a question here: How far away is this Ishan Kitchen from uh, Rishabh Pant, or do you think they're on par or very close in terms of uh, quality and uh, uh, the type of player and uh, playing for the national team because obviously Pant is there at the moment but I see it's a lot of similarities between the two
0: I feel Pant has really got a lot more chances and he's really uh, proven his potential especially in the IPL I think there's a very interesting stat that Rishabh Pant is the highest uh, run scorer in terms of Indian players over the last 3 seasons of the IPL and that just goes on to show the impact that he's had Ishan Kishan is obviously young in the IPL um, he hasn't had too many chances, and he hasn't scored too many big knocks to people for people to make a big uh, deal of his uh, inclusion in the Indian side. But um, Rishabh Pant is there, you know. Given the fact that MS Dhoni hung up his boots, we have now got KL Rahul scoring well, we've got Rishabh Pant scoring well, Sanju Samson scoring well, Ishan Kishan scoring well. All the Indian wicket-keeper batsmen are <laughs> somehow finding a way to score runs. And, you know, make a mark in this IPL. So, it's good to see. But in terms of similarities, I think Kishan is still a little too far away from Panth. Because Panth has proven it again and again that um, he's capable of playing the anchors' role as well as playing the finisher's role. So, um, the 99 is really going to hold Ishan Kishan in good stead. And hopefully, he will do a lot better for the Mumbai Indians in the coming games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's good that you mentioned all those which you keep a batsman. It's an incredible... Talent that we've got there yeah. to uh, pick from, and uh, I don't think any other country can come to that uh, number. Um, but then um, moving on, we had uh, one of the uh, not so close games where KKR comfortably beat um, uh, the Royals. Um, a great performance there at the start again from the other in- young Indian player, Shubham Gill. Um, but it, it wasn't, it was quite a comfortable win for KKR there.
0: I mean, uh, I, I think we were all uh, looking to see how the Rajasthan Royals would come in, uh, come out of that mental, uh, mental space of you know we can hit only sixes in Sharjah to where they were playing, and uh, they needed to really play a calculated innings. And um, unfortunately, none of the Rajasthan Royals batsmen uh, could really stick, uh, stick to their strengths and uh, play out a confident innings. And I think that was their undoing because uh, I mean, Robin Utapa in the middle order, uh, everyone was. Waiting to see how he'll score against a team that really threw him out um, after the poor last season, but none of the batsmen could really do much. Um, the Indian pacers, the young Indian pacers, really stole the show. And uh, Shivam Mavi, you know, he mixed his pace with his variations and his bouncers. It was all, it was a very commendable performance from the Knight Riders, and we saw Varun Chakravarti also doing very well with his variations. So it's good to see some fresh faces doing well in the IPL. And um, that's the beauty, you know, you can back youngsters to do well and they'll always put up their hand and uh, give you a good performance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, going into young people and performances, um, we were, I was personally really excited with the first week and how Kings 11 Punjab were playing and the young people, the young Indians have got the star. And obviously one of my favourites, Gail Rahul, but then they had another defeat, and a quite an easy defeat against the Indians as well. Um, is it just the nature of T20 that you can have back-to-back defeats, uh, and it's hard to get that momentum going back again? Because they start—I mean, they had close losses last week, unlucky losses in one uh, case uh, with the short run. But um, are you, you know, in T20 cricket, can you get into that mode of losing consecutive games and then finding it tough to recover? Because you know, after the first week, I was expecting big things from uh, Punjab. I know it's only the second week and most teams have only played three or four games. Um, so, what do you put that down to? Was it just Mumbai were just incredible after their previous outing?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I, I I feel momentum is definitely a big thing in the IBL. Uh, specifically, uh, given we're talking about you know mental space and how players will be uh, once they're coming into the game on the back of a loss, but um, being an RCB fan, I can tell you that it's not easy to be a fan after we've lost six matches in a row, and uh, <laughs> somehow we managed to win a few more. But the Mumbai Indians have also been there; they won the title. Um, but uh, momentum is a funny thing, you know. You can have all the momentum you want; you can lose two matches in a row. Very interesting that you mention it because the Chennai Super Kings are at the bottom of the table, three losses okay. in four matches. Yeah. Uh, no one expected that to happen, you know um everyone's in uh, in shock and they've been taken by surprise and uh, the chennai super kings fans will sort of understand how the other teams feel now because when you see them at the bottom of the table but momentum's a funny thing you know i think it's it's completely left to the uh, sorry, every individual's mental space and uh, it, the, the teams will bounce back uh, after a loss i don't think one or two losses should um, affect the way a team thinks or the way they play on the field
1: yeah, I was going to come to CSK on Momentum. And uh, you mentioned where they are in the table at the moment. It's still very early, obviously. We know that. But um, I don't know. I think I said it last week. But I have to say it again. Do you think uh, it's finally catching up? Because they've been incredible. Sticking to pretty much the same formula for the past few years. And it's been really successful for them. Um, they've stuck with pretty much the same uh, squad. Um, but we know that's been an aging squad. and um, Yeah, Do you think this is the year where it catches up with them or is it still too early? Because um, we're going to talk about MS and um, his uh, form going into the game and the impact he usually has for CSK is just not an option there at the moment because he's not coming up the order. Usually, if they need a big score, he needs to come at three or four uh, to have that time. um, Heavily reliant on FAF. I think you mentioned that in the previous show as well. Um, what's happening with CSK and like I said, the fans are not used to seeing and we we, we can see the uh, scroll at the bottom there where our, uh, CSK with two points are in eighth place. Uh, what's your feelings around CSK and what's happening uh, with some of their players? Um, I, I
0: think for, for a long time, they really depended on uh, Suresh and to sort of give them stability in the at the top, you know, if they lose an early wicket or in the middle overs, uh, if the openers do well and then Suresh can take over from there but they haven't had that sort of a luxury this season you know ampathy raido also missed um, two matches because uh, he was injured and they literally didn't have anyone to depend on uh, murli vijay hadn't played a lot of cricket before the ipl and neither did uh, rithuraj gaikwad um, he was brought into the side only on the back of a tn uh, on the show in the tnpl but um, uh, jagdishan so uh, they did have a couple of players who they can depend on, but unfortunately, you know, I think the biggest disadvantage for them is the fact that both uh, Shane Watson and Ravindra Jadeja haven't done well. Uh, Jadeja, in particular, with the ball, you know, um, he's been their key bowler for a long time, but he's he's finding it very hard to pick wickets. He's been carted all over the place. Shane Watson's having a very indifferent season. Um, it's unlike him to um, you know sort of lose this temper and uh, you know get out cheaply, but. I feel that's really affecting them, and maybe one thing they can probably try different. And we've seen this uh, time and time again being brought up is I mean, you'll know uh, Englishman Sam Curran 19 balls he's played in the IPL, and he's hit six of them for sixes. So, you know that he's capable of giving you that sort of uh, uh, advantage in the batting unit. And if you're playing him at seven, where he's going to play two or three balls, that's just wasting a talent out there. So, they could probably blame blame up the order and uh, sort of divide the resources. You know, maybe Raidu can come in at three, Faf can come at four, and then Dhoni can go back into five and Jaleja at six. So they can they can try different combinations, but eventually it, it all comes down to how Dhoni is thinking. And uh, he's a master strategist, and there's nothing much that we can tell him. But um, Sam Curran's promotion to the top of the order could really work wonders for them. Uh, we've seen how Narayan's done for KKR. And uh, if he gives them runs up and early, then I feel the rest of the middle order can really hold their uh, hold their own and sort of um, get CSK to a confident total. But their bowling isn't an issue. I feel uh, just really? that deja hasn't really made too much of a difference. Their batting is the problem, and they'll need to somehow sort that out in the coming games. Uh-
1: yeah, I'm going to slightly challenge you on on their bowling as well because uh, they went with uh, you know the spinning option a couple of times, and uh, I mean Imran's not even uh, had a look in yet. Uh, but again, when you look at Jaraja and uh, uh, Shane Watson and uh, Bhuvneshwar and, and you know, I know Curran's the exception there, but again, uh, an ageing bowling a- 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 attack. I know there's only four bowl, uh, four overs to bowl. Uh, but, um, again, the bowling, for me, from the outside, for an untrained and amateur lover of the game, looks weak. And the batting, I know you said about the middle order, but, again, they're relying on a good start. But, otherwise, that batting order in the middle, I know Jaraja had, had a good innings yesterday, and but not in the... Uh, the pace and uh, what they needed to get them over the line, the big shots and what have you. I I, I just see a lot of um, issues there with TSK at the moment in terms of the opening, if FAF doesn't get off to a good start with the bowling and the middle order, obviously. I don't think if they need uh, 10 runs and over for the last 10, that that team can get it.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, that bowling does look a little thin. I mean they don't have you know wicket takers who who will give assure you wickets. Obviously, Deepak Chahar brings that swing into the equation, but uh, apart from him and Sam Curran, you know who brings in that left arm variation and you know he can also swing the ball. Um, There aren't too many wicket takers, but uh, Dwayne Bravo is uh, he's not exactly the impact bowler that he was a few years ago. Shardul Thakur, you know. I don't think CSK fans like him too much for the way he <laughs> he dropped a few catches and overthrows and uh, no balls and all of that last game. But yeah, the bowling does look a little thin. But um, you know they do have a couple of options. It's just that they aren't uh, the bowlers aren't really stepping up to the plate and taking up the challenge head on. But uh, I feel that bowling will be sorted somehow uh, throughout the duration of the competition, and it will be interesting to see if Tahir does get a look in. But uh, their their batting is where they really need to uh, sort of go back, look at the games, where they've made the errors and sort it out as soon as possible.
1: And uh, what's the talk in India about MS and uh, his form so far and uh, his captaincy? I know know you said he's a great strategist. and Well, he is. Nobody can doubt that. But um, uh, what are the feelings about him in India? What's the talk?
0: well i don't think there's too much talk around msd uh, now that he scored that knock yesterday and came in at number 5 i think everyone's feeling <laughs> pity for him uh, he was obviously winded after that um, after that innings yesterday he kept for 20 hours and then had to come and sort of run uh, all most of his runs and uh, he did score a couple of boundaries but uh, i think people are talking about the fact that he should come at that number in the coming games uh, to add that sort of solidity to the CSK middle order, Kedar Jadhav hasn't done anything of importance for CSK to play him at that number. And uh, you know they've anyway got Jadez and Karan if they're going to keep him at 7. So, everyone's of the opinion that Dhoni should probably bat a little higher up the order and take up the responsibility to sort of stabilise the innings or um, you know take up the onus of chasing it. So, uh, but, but, I mean, MS Dhoni is MS Dhoni. He's taken CSK out of troubled waters. Uh, multiple times uh, with both bat and with um, obviously his captaincy, but this season's been different. You know they've had their struggles. Unfortunately, Dhoni's not had someone like Suresh Raina he can depend on, so he's all on his own. Um, and I, I feel that's like the biggest uh, difference that CSK are facing, and as a result, they are at the bottom of the table.
1: It might be too early, but do you think tomorrow's a must-win game for CSK against uh, Kings Eleven?
0: I think I think it'll define how that season goes uh, in tomorrow's game because a lot of players need to prove their worth. Uh, starting with Shane Watson, we discussed he hasn't done anything. Kedar Jadhav, um, if they're not going to make him bowl uh, and he's going to bat very <laughs> low down the order, or if he's not going to do anything up the order, they might as well drop him. Uh, Jadeja hasn't done well with the ball, so it'll be interesting to see what he can bring to the table against uh, uh, Punjab, but. Um, the bowling unit as well, you know, Shardul Thakur, he needs to step up. Tius Chawla, he'll be playing against a team he knows he has played for the Kingsland Punjab earlier. So, uh, very, very interesting battles there, and a lot of players will need to prove their worth. And as you rightly mentioned, I think uh, it could be a make up break game for them because uh, they've got three losses in four games. It's unlike CSK, you know, we haven't seen that side of CSK so far in the IBL. But um, it'll be an interesting game, and I feel tomorrow will be the game that really defines the tournament for them in terms of specific players, at least.
1: Yeah, and obviously it doesn't get easier because I think they've got KKR, as you can see, the fixtures uh, in the coming weeks. Um, so, but there's no easy game, as we know in the IPL. But um, yeah, that's going to be a huge game for CSK fans uh, tomorrow uh, if they can build win that one. I think uh, against um, Kings XI Punjab, we know what they've been like in the first week. They've had a couple of defeats, so we'll, that'll be an interesting one. But there might be the opportune time to play Kings 11. Uh But um, yeah. we've got two uh, back-to- uh, back-to-back games over the weekend. Uh, is that your weekend sorted?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, any week with a whole lot of cricket is always fun. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch the matches because uh, you know the teams now are showing promise. Uh, no team can be taken lightly, and every game is uh, pretty much going to the wire, barring one or two. So uh, definitely, we can sort it, and uh, really looking forward to the action.
1: And uh, your your boys playing obviously uh, today. Um, how confident are you of uh, beating the Royals? And um, is it Virat's day today? I know we mentioned it earlier that this could be the one where you know we see the Virat that we're used to. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, Kohli will be itching to fire because uh, three matches into the tournament, he hasn't done anything substantial. He will want to prove his worth, um, you know, at number three. Not that he needs to prove any naysayers wrong because he's done it all his (laughs) life and he's a quality player. But he will want to score runs and get some runs under his belt and sort of—he's that sort of a fiery captain who will want to lead the way. uh, And he hasn't done it so far with the bat. But today could be the day. we even mentioned about how um, you know the Rajasthan Royals bowlers aren't good, but let's not forget Shreyas Gopal has tormented the RCB batsmen for a long time. He has dismissed both uh, AB de and Virat Kohli, and he could be the trump card for them today. But um, there hasn't been much that Shreyas Gopal has done over the past few games, and um, hopefully we will get through. Uh, the batting looks very good. You know, Aaron Finn scored a half century um, against. Uh, Mumbai, which is very important. Um, a B de Villiers and uh, Particle are also looking in good form. So I think we have a well rounded unit and uh, hopefully we will stick through. It's an afternoon game. I think it'll be very, very interesting to see if RCB stick with uh, Abe de Villiers as the keeper because last game after the Mumbai Indians match, uh, de Villiers complained of dehydration and this is an afternoon game. And if uh, RCB bowl first, it'll be very hard for him to probably come out and bat for that uh, duration if he is needed early on. So a lot of interesting, um, you know, team combinations that might come up for RCB, um, and uh, it'll be it'll be a very good game for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the games. Um, RCB obviously um, because of your allegiance to them. I'm always interested when they're playing because I'm always thinking about you and how you're feeling. Um, but also tonight, uh, Delhi, Well, tonight for us anyway, Delhi Capitals and KKR at Sharjah, so we should be seeing some big hitting now. Uh, that we've seen that in the past at Sharjah. So looking forward to that game and hopefully my boys uh, can start uh, picking up uh, wins again. And then tomorrow, obviously, the big game, CSK against Kings XI Punjab. There's going to be a lot of focus on that again for CSK fans. Uh, But before that, again, Mumbai Indians at uh, Sharjah against Hyderabad. So incredible. I mean, every single game there's something to talk about and so much to look forward to with back-to-back games. Uh, but as always um, having listened to you and talked to you I'm ready for the weekend as well um, it's um, I'm still looking at that you're probably got a much better view of what out, is outside here in Leicester, at the moment is dark is raiding uh, It's something that we've got to get used to for this next uh, five six months but uh, like I said at the start of the show you bring a lot of sunshine to us outside India and um, I think can't thank you again uh, enough for joining us on this uh, uh, show uh, Prasan and um, it's always good to talk to you but uh, as ever the time has flown so really been enjoyable but uh, hopefully we can do this again next week.
0: Yeah, thank you so much I, I can't thank you enough because um, I mean I keep saying it time and time again I love having a good conversation with you it's always very lively and a lot of fun and um, to talk about the IPL we can go for hours and hours but uh, <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, really enjoyed this chat as well. And uh, hopefully we will talk soon. Brilliant.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a safe week, my friend. Take care. Thank you.